0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air, online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films, every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Coming Nobody represents the core arc of Ram Dass teaching and life, whether as Richard Alpert, an eminent Harvard psychologist, or as Ram Das, who serves as a bridge between Eastern and Western philosophies. He has defined a generation of inner explorers and seekers of truth and wisdom through his turn as a scion of an eminent Jewish family from Boston, rock star Harvard psychologist and counterculture rascally adventurer. Is Eastern holy man and stroke survivor and compassionate caregiver Ram Das has worn Many hats on his journey, and that is the backstory behind this remarkable documentary, it such an involving and enlightening, maybe that's, uh, I hope that's the right word, of this documentary film called Becoming Nobody, and we're joined today by the producer of the film, and that would be Raghu Marcus. Raghu, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I guess a good place to start is how you got involved in the life of Ram Dass.
1: Yeah, it's more how he got involved in my life, I guess. It would be way more accurate, but I'm from Montreal, Quebec, Canada, and I was at at one time in my early 20s, I was running a, or I was a program director, more accurately, of a major rock and roll station in Montreal, and uh, and it was a freeform station, so we played whatever we wanted. Uh, it's, uh, you don't find many of these kind of stations around the country at this point. Uh, you do through the through the streaming stuff. But um, I got a call at the station and somebody asking us to put up uh, some promotion around uh, a lecture that was given. Uh, by a man named Ramdas, and I' am like, okay, who's ramdas and And they said to me, "Oh, you know, Richard Alpert and Tim leary, and I went, "Oh right, I love them, <laughs> and I was way into the psychedelic scene, and so I said, "Well, send over a you know' some kind of tape you must have something from before and uh you know talk that he's done before And she, and they did and they sent me a tape that uh, I went in, I went into a studio, and every word was just like I had been waiting to hear this forever. Uh, It was uh, transfiguring as far as I was concerned. I put it on the air in the middle of the week, actually, and the switchboard lit up. People went nuts. They never heard anyone talking about consciousness in a way that was so honest and so understandable, so down-to-earth. No BS at all. And so people just reacted. And that was as a result of Ramdas coming, having gone to India looking for a map of consciousness because he kept coming down on all of the psychedelic trips that he took. And he went and he found, and this is in the movie, he said, I met a man who who represented exactly this map of consciousness. Uh, He doesn't quite say it like that, but something like that. And so he brought this back to, uh, to the West. He was there for about seven months, and in his bringing it back to, to the West, a bunch of us got interested uh, to go and check this out. Like, it was just too compelling. And I was one of those people. As a result, uh, I met him in Montreal. I never met anybody who was so present, and he took himself out of the equation, if you can understand that. I mean, he's... It wasn't like he didn't need anything from me. It was like, what can I do for you? And that, when the people ask, well, what are you talking about? What's becoming nobody? I tell them that story because that is somebody on the path, in this case Ramdas, who put himself aside to be there for somebody else that he didn't know. And that's, that was a powerful uh, moment for me. It led me to go to India and meet Neem Karoli Baba myself. And, uh, and, you know, that has been a guiding uh, reality uh, since that time to now, decades. That- so that's what Ram... Yeah, so Ram Dass, uh, uh obviously means a lot to me in terms of uh, he was uh, a vehicle to help just wake me up in a way that uh, I don't think I could ever return the favor. But I have been working with him on and off all of these years. And more on in the last 15. And we created a foundation called Love Server Member Foundation, which under which we have a podcast network, Be Here Now Network. We have ramdas.org and we have retreats and books and films. And this film is probably the pent-ultimate thing that we've done since uh, the foundation was formed because it gives people real access to who Ramdas is and what he represents.
0: Before we get to the part about my own encounter with ram Dass, not in person but having heard him on radio heard his his uh, lectures one of the things Mm -hmm. that i just sort of want to let people know what a strikingly intelligent man he is and that's the thing that when i first started listening to him how clear he is in his ability to convey whatever it is he's talking about and I mm-hmm. and you also have that sense, or I have that sense of when I was listening to Ron Das, that exact sense that you describe, which is someone who is is present in this conversation, in this in what he's saying. Uh, it is striking, and it, it I remember it. I remember hearing him for the first time, and uh, I also had a little bit of. Biographical information about him as Richard Alpert and how he mm-hmm. had, had transitioned into um, at that time was Ram Dass. So I had a little context, but also at the same time very interested in in his background as a as a uh, you know as a professor uh, or a psychologist at Harvard. Uh, professor. Professor. He was psychology. a professor, yeah, yeah. Uh, of psychology, and a little bit about his involvement. You mentioned. Um, Tim Leary, and there were others at, the, at the Harvard. So I just want people to understand that he's an extremely intelligent man. What you described was my impression as well, having that sense of him, this directness, this presence. Um, but let's go back uh, to where we are today, which is with this documentary film, which is you're the producer of, and it's, and it's uh, directed by Jamie Cato tell me how yeah. this sort of what part of this and and I do want to talk about the foundation the the love serve remember foundation as well but how did this sort of become a project of the of the of you and and of Jamie
1: Well Jamie came to me he came to us and obviously Ramdas with this idea uh, I knew uh, we knew him not really well but we, we knew his work he has a, a wonderful uh, movie called "One Giant Leap" that was very well received from I don't know six, seven, eight years ago and he was he's also a musician, so I knew his creative sensibilities quite well and they aligned with mine and so I said, uh, you know well let's get a little so we got a little treatment together you know to give me an idea. We talked a lot and then I green-lighted it once Ramdas approved it. He came to Maui and did this wonderful interview with Ramdas it is the um, a thread that goes through the movie it really makes the footage that we have which goes all the way back to the 60s we have footage of Ram Dass. it's pretty amazing uh it, it the counterpoint to it is really striking and really interesting uh so that that uh interview that jamie did is really uh, a, a very crucial part of the uh of the film and and Ramdas is just really delighted with with Jamie and he uh, Jamie was a student of Ramdas's when he was uh, you know much younger and in the UK when Ramdas used to go over there and do retreats and so on. Jamie has been resonating with Ramdas's core teachings for quite some time. So I knew that as well. So it turned out, you know, it took 4 years. So it was quite a process to go through. We have Terabytes and terabytes of digitized uh, footage and audio, so it's very difficult to to go through this and put to, and weave something together. Which uh, uh, Jamie, alongside of our library people, really did a wonderful job of. And it's a movie about how people, uh, people, how all of us engage with becoming a somebody due to the identities and roles that we take on in life and due to the patterns that are created when we're very young and that somebody needs to be shed if we're to really be of service to uh, fellow humans and that's a key uh, premise in the, in the movie and it's really what Ramdas has represented all these years and at the same time it's It's funnier than hell because he is funny and Jamie is funny, and there's sequences in it that are really, you know, amazingly entertaining. So you, the message is delivered with a lovely, sweet taste. In other words, the syrup is uh, the medicine, which would be maybe the teachings, is delivered with, uh, you know, maple syrup. Shall (laughs) we say?
0: (laughs) The film is called Becoming Nobody. You can find out more about the film at becoming And it's a terrific site. It's a lot of information. There's also something that I think you'll have a lot of fun with if you choose to uh, go there. And that's called the Ram Dass starter kit, which I thought I haven't, I yeah. am only beginning to, uh, to, to dive into the starter kit, but, uh, it looks like a lot, I'd say it is a lot of fun and, and it gives you a flavor, uh, and clips and things from, from the teachings or from the, do you call them teachings? Is what, how do we how do we refer? Yeah, to they te- Yeah, they're, okay. they're,
1: they are teachings, but they're you know, uh, let's say you know the way that Ramdas delivers this stuff is so it's just entertaining. Yes. So it's not like you're sitting there listening to a boring lecture. Right. So from that point of view, it's a little bit more than the teachings per se. Right. And at the same time, this starter kit that you were just talking about is for people once they see this movie or any in any. Um, at any time along the way of the journey, who is this man Ramdas, and what does he represent, you can access the starter kit, which allows you to see your life from a completely different perspective through his uh, the way that he characterizes uh, the spiritual path so you and you also have methods because you know, uh, re- relinquishing the somebodyness that we all have, the story that we tell ourselves, requires practice. So there's uh, there's a lot of resources are, uh, that are in there around meditation and mindfulness.
0: And he has this self-deprecating sense of humor. Uh, he talks about things that are, uh, in other circumstances and other settings, would be uncomfortable. He presents them in such a way that they they puts them in a context of explaining them that is so consistently positive so consistently life affirming that it's just yeah. a joy to listen yeah. to him speak and again yes. i come back to his just in, innate intelligence his way of just putting a story together and really explaining it in a way that we can all relate to so
1: but it's a little different you know like when we talk about intelligence we talk we mostly know that around knowledge you know scholastic kind of achievement which he was for a long time right. what makes him who he is now is the his experiential opening uh, more in the right. in in the heart than his head and through that opening a lot of uh wisdom has Come, you know. So, what he's sharing is really this kind of heart wisdom. That's what I would call. It.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would, and I was thinking of it in along the lines of what they call uh, emotional intelligence. Um, yeah, yeah, a, so a, and, for sure, and, and yeah. affinity. I think that's the word that I kept coming back to. It's sort of affinity for other human beings that he. It's just feels like it's so much a part of him. I want to let people know yeah. that the film is opening yeah. here in California. It'll be rolling out around. The country, but here in Los Angeles area, it'll be playing at the Lemley Royal on starting on September sixth, um, Friday. That's a yep. Friday, September sixth, and it appears yep. that both you and uh, Jamie Cato will be in town for a Q and A for that.
1: Yeah, that'll be. We'll be at the Royal on September eighth. Okay. And yeah, Jamie and I'll do whatever. We'll just hang out and talk with <laughs> folks. you know.
0: Right, that sounds great. Uh, and by the way, that's the for the seven p.m. screening. So if you're making your plans, that that's going to be on Sunday night, um, the eighth. Yeah. Uh, Sunday the eighth. Yeah, yeah. For the seven p.m. and then after the screening, we'll chat with everybody. And and we are speaking with Ragu um, Ragu Marcus. He is the producer of the film as well as your involvement with the Love Serve Remember Yeah um, Foundation um, and yeah, other. I'm and the
1: director of the foundation.
0: Director of the foundation. Also, you have your own. A podcast called mm-hmm. Mind Rolling, do I have that correct?
1: Mind Rolling, yeah. that's it. All yes. right.
0: Beautiful. For, just to give some context to Ram Dass and his life, there was this period of time in the late 50s, early 60s, and well into the 60s and early 70s where there was this thirst for a sort of a spiritual um, quest that was not a traditional Western outlook on life. And it was people like himself and others, Krishnamurti. I would say maybe would put in there, but also Alan Watts, where they were, where they were, essentially articulating an Eastern philosophy in a in a more Western context or frame. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Is that a fair way to put it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Certainly. And, and that's yeah. how we. That's how I got to know of Ram Dass, and I. I think that's how the vast majority of people of that time were sort of exposed to Eastern philosophy and yeah. and how it sort of blossomed and took hold in so many parts yeah. of, of the country and today. What would you say about the sort of the the acceptance and the uh, adherence to this the sort of things that Ram Dass is talking about in our society today? Where do you sort of feel like we are in that context?
1: Well, I think it's these concepts. You're talking thousands of years old, right? So, hundreds and thousands. So they're applicable through time. There is no time or space that can uh, really t- be talked about. Now, some of one or some of another, in terms of the different traditions, can have maybe be a little bit more affected, related, effective, related to the, t- the particular times that we're in. But in a more general way, I just think that. This what Ramdas has been doing in his, if you want to call it, translation of the Eastern ways into a vernacular that that Westerners can understand it and can really they can start to actually practice the, you know some of the things that are necessary to open you up so you have a life that's a little bit more conscious. I think there's a lot of parallels to what's going on today in our society, in our political atmosphere. Uh, I mean, the technology is, of course, a huge, huge difference from what was happening late 60s and early 70s. But think of all the other things. Think of the people that were in control. Think of the wars that were going on. Think of the environmental issues and so on. And I think we just have a really good next-generation people that are this most affects a lot of what going, is going on now are really coming out and showing up for themselves in terms of interest in, you know, the spiritual path, which they understand can really help them clean up their acts so that they can work on uh, cleaning up some of the other acts that are really tough stuff for what's going on right now, yeah. and call for real action. But action, that's got to be conscious, because if it's not, then you're just being, you know, angry at, ang- you know, at other angry people, and you become the same thing. And that, of course, is the problem with the gigantic polarization in our, uh, in our country right now. Yeah. So I do believe that Ram Dass' message, if you, if you want, certainly the core of be here now, and really embody who you truly are, rather than stuck on your thoughts, your story your role, your identity is yeah, very opportune for where we're at right now.
0: Yeah. I th- I can could not agree more. I think we are rapidly approaching a point in society in general. I mean, I'm talking a world society where the idea of sort of an avaristic accumulation of wealth and assets and and the things that have been driven that have driven western civilization and in many ways western theology are are will doom us. And I think that what what Ron Doss is talking about and what is a more of a egalitarian outlook on life and the appreciation of other people for who they are is the really critically important for us to survive moving yeah. forward. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well I wonder the it- good news is people are, are open and yeah, and many people have that kind of a uh, attitude at this point, and mm. they're they're really coming and showing up. As I said, they're really coming to the table and offering themselves in a way uh, that's quite beautiful. I see a lot of it.
0: Well, well, good. Well, in the last minute or so that I have with you, let's talk about the the, the website and the foundation a little bit because I think I think the great thing about becoming nobody is that it is a Primer on an, uh, an an opening for people who don't know much about, if anything, about Ram Dass and the philosophy, and the fact that the film is broken up into these, these sort of uh, what do they call them the slates between sections of yes. the film that sort of give you uh, yeah, themes. Themes. They're theme- yeah, Thank there's you. Different themes. Thank you. And we <laughs>
1: should, when when you say that, I'm just uh, I think about the one thing we haven't talked about that's in this movie, and that's Ram Dass' approach to death. Yes, and there, there's some really uh, um, uh, amazing uh, material on that, and it, addressing all of our fear of death, fear of talking about it. Um, there's so much anxiety, of course. Uh, it's just it's human, and it's not abnormal in any way. But the way we deal with it is abnormal. So Ram Dass's thing around that is very powerful in, in this in this film. So yeah as far as yeah, the foundation is dedicated to preserving and continuing these teachings they're not and they emanate from Neem Karoli Baba which is love serve, remember that's the only thing he told us to do love everyone serve people and remember the divine within you so yeah, it's a tall order but uh, that's what we're we've been trying to do and we do it through ramdas.org which has everything uh centric to Ramdas okay. Go, everybody, just go up there and join the email list. There's all kinds of free courses and retreats and books and just a plethora of wonderful material. And then we have BeHereNowNetwork.com, which is the podcast network. And we have a dozen or so really amazing podcaster teachers Jack Cornfield, Sharon Salzberg, Krishna Das, of course, Ram Das, my mind rolling podcast. Uh, and and many others so that is a, a an amazing resource especially uh, for people who love podcasts of which fortunately there's quite a bit of them yeah uh, of us i should say yes yes country. of us yes yeah uh, really uh, so it, yeah so that's that gives you a just a quick snapshot
0: that's a great thing and uh, a good. That's a great way to put it. And also, Jamie Cato, who's just absolutely wonderful in the film in terms of uh, teeing up things for the discussions that they have back and forth between uh, himself yeah. and Ram Dass. And uh, yeah. a wonderful guide yeah. and uh, through this for us. And, well, I really thank you so much for, for finding time today to spend with us. Thank you, Mike. Okay. Well, you're very welcome. The film is called Becoming Nobody, and we've been speaking been fortunate to have on the program the producer of that film, and that would be Raghu Marcus. (laughs) Thank you so much.